Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. Jace, on the weekend there was a particularly poignant press conference with uh, Dan stepped aside and an ICU, ICU nurse stepped up and was talking about people begging for the vaccine right before they get put on life support. When yeah. it's, too, it's late. too late. Yeah. They can't do anything. Once you're at that point, sure, you can get the vaccine later down the track if you recover. Yeah. But at that point, you got to go on the roller coaster because it's too late. Um, and a lot of the people who are now asking for the vaccine in that stage were people at A, didn't want it, B, didn't believe in vaccines and C, didn't believe in the virus at all. One of those women is a lady named Amanda who you and I caught up with last week, a COVID denier. She got a front row seat on the roller coaster that is coronavirus. Amanda, thanks very much for joining us and welcome to the show. Um, What do you do for a living, mate? I'm disability support backup. Would you consider yourself a conspiracy theorist? Yes, what makes you feel like that? I guess it started with um, Flat Earth. <laughs> oh. And I started researching stuff from there and I guess Donald Trump and all that sort of thing. And I just started questioning a lot more things. And I think from a young age, I've always been a questioner. Mm-hmm. I went to Catholic schools and my parents, being Protestant, weren't allowed at you know, communions and things like that. So from a very young age, I sort of questioned a lot of, I guess, establishment-type things. So what are some of the other conspiracies that you believe are absolutely correct? 9-11. Well, I believe the American government had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. That man didn't land on the moon. All the stuff with Donald Trump, I'm very much, you know, the election is rigged. And so, yeah, I tend to take a very sceptical view of things in general. Let's take you back to the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020. The world is hearing for the first time this news of coronavirus. What was your first impression? First impression was, well, obviously the virus was just a lie. There was no virus. Where did you learn about these theories and what made you believe them? Or did you just first hear it and your initial instinct was to say, nah, this isn't true? Yeah, definitely. That was my first instinct and deciding to pick through what information suited me. You know, it's very easy to dismiss, okay, yep, no, I won't watch that because that's, you know, not in line with what I'm believing Mm. or thinking right now. And When at the start of 2020, Scott Morrison came out and said, you know, pretty much all of Australia is going to be going into a lockdown period, our first time in lockdown, what was your reaction and did you follow the rules? I was angry and confused and no i didn't you know i'd look at people that would be wearing the mask and think wow you people look crazy so when our state leaders would come out and give the case numbers each day dan andrews would front the media and say we've got 300 cases today did you believe there was 300 people sick no not at all flash forward now to august 30 what happened amanda um, I've been feeling really lethargic for a couple of days and I had a scratchy throat. I just automatically thought to myself, I've got COVID. <gasps> I, I don't know why, but I just knew I had it. The hospital that I went to, the emergency department, had the uh, triage tent. It took a couple of hours for the test results to come back. and So I sat in the tent and I was very, very, very sick. The nurse came out with a, um, one of those face shields and just said nothing and put it on my face. And I said to her, I guess I'm positive. And she said, yes. I was terrified. 
You know right now there would be people, this will seem blunt, but there will be people listening to this part of your story where you get COVID and think, good, she deserved it. I mean, like I said, I thought I thought straight away, yep, that's this is my karma mm. because it's it is real. The reason I say um, that is obviously there's so much frustration out there at the moment for what everyone has been through, and then you know when when you do have people who you know aren't wearing masks, aren't believing it, aren't following the rules, you know, and and then you see someone who was doing that catch COVID, there is definitely that feeling of like, well, finally now you believe. There's a lot of, I mean, in Sydney, there's a lot of, like, I guess, resentment. I mean, there's people in certain areas of Sydney are getting around without masks on. And another thing that should be driven is hand washing and things like that, because I believe that's how I probably caught it, from not washing my hands properly. You understand this is frustrating for a lot of people, because we've been told to do this for two years years now and there's a lot of people not playing by the rules that have caused a lot of businesses to stay in lockdown a lot of people to live their livelihood um, lose their livelihood a lot of people to not be able to say goodbye to their relatives because there are people like how you used to be that didn't want to play by the rules and didn't want to believe it there's a lot of guilt around that. Don't, I mean, I do. I feel yeah, I was going to ask that. Guilty, and I do mm. think a lot. You know, there's a lot of people out there who are who have symptoms, and they're not going to. They're not getting tested. Hey, Amanda, the term anti-vaxxer. Yeah, I find that offensive because I've never been an anti-vaxxer. My children are vaccinated. Right. How did you feel about the vaccine getting rolled out and potentially being mandated? I've always thought that it was a good thing because, I mean, look at smallpox, polio, whooping cough. If we didn't have those vaccines, we'd still have those diseases. What would you say to anyone who's hesitant to get the COVID vaccine? Don't, don't hesitate. You don't want this virus. You don't want to, you don't want to spread this virus. It is, there is no words to describe how horrible it is. People say it's just like the flu and they say it's nothing like the flu. You only have to see the people that are intensive care. Young people are on life support. In life, we learn lessons the hard way sometimes. If you had your time again, would you do everything differently? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'd probably wear two masks. (laughs) I wouldn't have it half hanging over my nose. So much things I'd do differently. Like I said, for us, it's extremely frustrating to hear this from you. Mm -hmm. But... I do appreciate you speaking up if it's going to get through to the people who used to believe the same things you did. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're doing a lot better now, mate, and we really appreciate you sharing your story. Thank you. Uh, That is Amanda, uh, a lady who was a COVID denier who has now changed her opinion after actually contracting the virus. Yeah, and look, that's... it's. Listening to it again, it's really frustrating and it's patronising having someone tell us to wash our hands and all that stuff when we've been doing it for so long. But I think the message in that is that she's been in there, she's been in the intensive care unit and she's seen the way people are suffering in there. This is not... Mm. this, This is not something to... to turn your nose up at. This... this could happen to anyone. Yeah. And it's... It's an awful, awful virus that is killing people. God, it was so hard when we were recording that chat. Like, I remember just saying to her, when she's sitting there going, you've got to wash your hands, I'm like, Amanda, no shit. We, like like you said, for two years we've been saying mm. this. It's, um, you know. But it's also just, I mean, it's a whole other conversation, but I don't even think she believed what she was saying. Mm. Uh, and I think that there's a real community out there that are rallying together in, with these extremist views. Yeah. And it's, a, it's so... Dangerous. Well, no doubt we'll hear from them on Instagram. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.